0: Hi, Bruno Jr. here. Our podcast, Busting Addiction and Smith's, is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com. SafeHouse believes that traditional treatments fall short of the needs of clients who face the modern problems of addiction. Modern problems need modern solutions. Multiple addictions, multiple relapses, multiple triggers, and cheaper and more powerful street drugs set up unprecedented challenges facing treatment centers. What is needed is a more sophisticated approach a better way forward. There are three reasons to choose our progressive modern treatment program. One, a more sophisticated intake process. Two, technology proven to enhance recovery. And three, the most robust aftercare program in our sector. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com. Episode 9, Season 9. Joy Amid the Sorrow What happens when you are faced with dealing with an addict or alcoholic, or what the more progressive professionals now call persons with an SUD, a substance use disorder, is the loss of joy in your daily life. As an aside, the reason that these professionals have decided to use the term SUD is because of the almost universal stigma associated with the words alcoholic and addict. This is how bad it is, and I reported it in my last episode. Only one quarter of the 8,000 adults surveyed by Shatterproof.org believe that addiction was a chronic disease. Your loss of joy is associated with the shame that comes with having that kind of person in your home, the fear that harm will come to him or her if you don't watch out for your loved one, the stigma that's associated with addiction, by the way, more so than with alcoholism, and with the profound sense of unfairness that this burden has to be borne by you when you didn't deserve it. I hear over and over in the Al-Anon meetings that I attend how many women, Al-Anon is at least 80% women, express anger and resentment over the fact that their husband's alcoholism has robbed them of their peace of mind and has sucked all the oxygen out of their once lively relationship. It is almost impossible for them to imagine any sense of joy or spontaneous wonder happening to them when they spend all their time with their husbands' rent-free existence in their heads every waking hour. The idea that they could have joy in their lives despite what their husbands are up to is as foreign a thought as eating all the ice cream you want without getting fat. Yet it is possible, not the ice cream part, the joy and spontaneity part. What has happened is that addicts or alcoholics' partners feel guilty for having fun as if they have to suffer along or they would feel or be made to believe that they don't really care about their loved one's problem. Perhaps that sick partner of theirs puts a wet blanket on anything that would remotely resemble anything that spells fun. The self-centered pity, self-pity that comes with being a person with an active SUD, remember that acronym, is truly pathetic. So, somehow, Our Lady of Sorrow ends up in an Al-Anon meeting and hears things she's never heard before. First, she came there to see how she could get her husband to stop drinking and learns to her horror that that's not possible, not at all. But she decides to stay a while because she identifies with the other women, and some men too, and their stories, and notices that some of them are cheerful and happy despite what's going on at home. And she no longer feels so all alone. Perhaps that's the best relief possible at this stage. And how is it possible that these women are quite okay, even when it looks like their husbands are drunken fools and apparently still love their men and haven't divorced them? How is that possible? Well, they make a few crucial decisions. They change the way they think. They adopt a new attitude. They surrender their old ideas. They accept their powerlessness. They stop blaming themselves or their husbands. They are finally able to bring joy back into their lives. They used to think that they had some control over their husband's drinking, and when they accepted that they didn't, it set them free. When they surrendered to the first step, which is identical to the first step of Alcoholics Anonymous, that we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable, it set them free. They no no longer had to pretend or believe that they had the unwanted and undeserved responsibility over their loved one's abuse of alcohol or drugs. What a relief! Perhaps a disillusionment as well it took power away from the wife. Was there any power at all that could restore their husbands to sanity? Yes, there was. But they learned and accepted that they were not there to get their husbands to stop drinking. Why were they there? They learned that they were there to restore themselves, not their loved ones, to sanity. They thought that their route back to sanity was to get their loved ones to stop abusing substances but they learned that wasn't true, and they didn't have that power anyway. That's where the next crucial step, the second step, comes into play, because it recognizes that the person involved does not have the power, is powerless, but that we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Notice it doesn't say stop drinking or doing drugs, or attempting to get them to stop drinking or doing drugs. It says restore us to sanity. That's what the whole game is about, sanity, finally, the bottom line, what we really want, transcending the act of stopping the drugs or the worrying about it. Because you know what? Just because your loved one has stopped using, you now have PTSD from all those years of chaos and insanity imposed upon you. You, the caretaker of your loved one, need to heal as much as your loved one does. That's where Al-Anon comes in. You will learn that you didn't cause it, can't cure it, and can't control it. So whether your loved one has found recovery or not, you need to recover too. You need to be able to find joy amid the sorrow. You deserve better. You've given your heart and soul to your loved one, and now finally it is your time without guilt or shame holding you back. You will learn the art of loving detachment. Check out alanon.org, aa.org, or na.org, and start the process of freeing yourself from the bondage of this disease. So what have we learned today? We learned that, one, living with an alcoholic or addict will suck all the oxygen and joy out of your life no matter how hard you try to get it back. Two, you discover at some point, perhaps by the suggestion of a friend or professional counselor, that you are as powerless over the disease of addiction or alcoholism as is your loved one. Three, that's where you learn, I hope in an Al-Anon meeting, that you are not alone, that there are thousands of people, mostly women, facing the very same challenges as are you. And four, you will learn to change your thinking and attitude and see your loved one as a sick person, just as deserving of love as you are. You will learn the art of a loving detachment from his disease. You will finally find the joy you deserve, even amid sorrow. Our podcast is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com, a modern approach to recovery. To learn more, visit us at SafeHouseRehab.com.